Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Studio Six Paranormal Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hill, with my co-host, Shane Peek. Uh, we are currently waiting for our guest, um, Amanda Quill from Cold Spiders to appear. Um, in the meantime, um, why don't we talk a little bit about what we have going on? Um, Shane, I, said, I heard that you have something going on that you're, you're working on, that you're building right now. Yep. Yeah, so I've been working on some projects uh, a little bit outside the paranormal, um, okay. but this is a, a big power amplifier for high-end home audio. Oh. And so I've been designing that. Um, I got the designs done. I did some sound tests today. My hope is over the four-day weekend of Thanksgiving that I can have a, a solder blitz or a, whatever you want to call it, a binge, binge soldering. <laughs> Yeah. And try to get the whole project done. See if it happens. If it does, it does. If it don't, well, I'll just do it and, you know, keep working. But Right, right. But, yeah. Um, so I've been doing that. Um, actually, I haven't really had too much been going on. It's just been working a lot lately. And uh, actually um, possibly have a, a investigation happening in Beaver Dam, Wisconsin, which is an old funeral home. So right. in, a, in a couple of weeks. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. Um, you know, giving a shout out to my buddy Josh, who's the camera guy, who's very good at what he does. And um, so, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Other than that, I haven't really been doing too much of anything, but um, not today. I watched the Packer game lose it <laughs> oh. <laughs> in Minnesota, which kind of sucks. But I kind of like, yeah, it's always been a tough game between the two anyway. So it wasn't that big of a deal. It wasn't a blowout or nothing, but sure yeah um are you since you're in michigan are you a detroit fan uh i mean everybody has to be because you're in michigan yeah. they, they kind of suck for the most part <laughs> i mean they they don't win so right. yeah. so we just live with it it's like okay do you have a, you have a backup team that you like Nah, i'm not so much of a sports person so no okay. yeah i'm more you know i mean yeah. stuff, but not sports so much yeah <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, it's been kind of crazy here. Um, I'm doing a show next week, and um, I'm actually going to be on um, Adam Begins' uh, radio show uh, the weekend in a couple weeks as well. Yeah, Adam's cool. Yeah, Adam um, actually has uh, got blessed with uh, his new radio show, and I am so excited for him, and I think that he's he's doing a fantastic job. He's had a couple of great guests already. I've seen he's um, been traveling all over the place. I see his Facebook posts. Yeah, he's got like I mean, every time he's got a picture between some other building. <laughs> yeah, I mean the his the, the history um, that he that he knows is just incredible. I mean, he's basically just anywhere he goes, he could tell you anything and everything about that. That's place. cool. So yeah, which is. Which is why we loved having him on the last time, just because of the fact that he was just full of knowledge and, you know, it was it was a lot of fun, you know, and I hope to have him on again soon. Um, yeah, and I think that uh, we have a couple of shows hopefully in in January. I can't believe it's almost becoming Christmas. I mean, I'm just, yeah, I know. I'm, not, I'm not even ready for Christmas. I'm barely ready for Thanksgiving, let alone Christmas. <laughs> You know, yeah. I mean, it's just I just look at it as the, the month of vacation days because I got three weeks of vacation to burn. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll right. be off of work most of the time. 
Right. Month of December, anyway. Yeah, I think I was. I think I'm. Off, I'm off for the four days for Thanksgiving, but I think I'm also off. I think four or five days for the week of uh, Christmas, just mm-hmm. because we we do a shutdown at my company. But yeah. But yeah, but when I do work, I get uh, double time and a half, which is wow. nice. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know, I took off all the Fridays <laughs> till the end of the year. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, I, I used to work uh, get off at noon on Fridays, but then they switched my hours, so now I'm back to work eight to eight thirty to five, which sucks because I got an hour drive to work. And but especially in the winter time, when the winter when the storms start coming in up here in Wisconsin, and, and you know you what what we get, you pretty much get. Yeah, we get it like <laughs> six hours later, but we get it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so so you'll have to tell me when the storm comes in. Oh yeah, most definitely, most definitely. I, yeah, <laughs> send me I, a I message will, and I'll know. I'll be, I'll be about six hours. A, go get some groceries. Yep, yep. Send you a text saying it's on its way. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. It's just, I think this year is going to be a bad year, anyways. Yeah, just, I've heard that. Well, the farmers' almanac had mentioned that it was going to be at least for our little region, it was going to be very cold and reasonably dry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now down south and along you know the southern areas they're going to get the opposite they're going to get warmer than normal and just wet slop so i don't right. know which is better but we're supposed to get the cold and dry so i got plenty of wood split so i guess i'll be all right you know <laughs> mm-hmm. yep yep i'm not looking forward to it but um i i had somebody contact me <clears throat> the other day about doing a minute uh like a little video of what paranormal means to me and they were actually going to put it in a segment um kind of like a documentary which i kind of think is cool i mean i think there's a a lot of people out there now i mean are doing all the documentaries and the paranormal which is cool because i love documentaries oh yeah me too the information that you get from it and as well as you know you get to see um some of the different opinions and and different things like that. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I got to, I was supposed to actually do that today, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Today and I'll send it tonight. But, uh, so yeah, I mean, it's, there's some things in the work here and, um, I still got to work on my, my mediumship page for Facebook. I've been, I, <laughs> yeah, I've been kind of being a little bit lazy on uh, that front just because of the fact that I've been dealing with issues with my car and stuff and, yeah. But, you know, it's just, if it isn't one thing, it's another. Yeah, recently we've been doing uh, public ghost tours at the Van Buren Poorhouse Museum. Oh, okay. Um, and our last group was huge. It was like 30 people. It was almost, I mean, it was like so much we couldn't, we didn't have enough investigators to break them into small groups. So, ah. you know, and of course, a lot of the rooms in that building are kind of small, like, you know, 10 by 10. So right. you got 30 people, you ain't putting them all in there. So they have to kind of go in and out and shift. You know, we uh, did. I've noticed, I, this is one thing I've noticed. When you have large groups like that, the activity <laughs> just plummets. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah, really yeah. get nothing. Yeah, there's too many we, different. We, you know, and usually when it's big groups like that, I don't take the time to do <clears> all <throat> the board science and all that. Because it's mm-hmm. just, so we did more of the, you know, let's just do some EVPs and, you know, play around with some cat toy kind of things and you know mm-hmm. some of the little basic simple stuff right right and just you know because that many people and they just want to see what's going on and 
you know, mm-hmm. we give a presentation and stuff. And that went, the presentations they seem to really like. And I bring the board, of course, so they can see it at the presentation, kind of tell them about what it does, how it works, what happens, you know, how we analyze the data a little bit. Well, and so that, that worked really well. And then, of course, like I said, we did the basic, you know, sit around and have people call out and do EVP stuff. You know, it's all you can do when you get that many. Right. So I think we have Amanda here. Oh, great. Hello. 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 Sorry about that, guys. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, we were just talking amongst ourselves about how crappy the weather's going to be up here, and, you know, soon. And she's going to get it worse <laughs> if she's up in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually been pretty horrible. We've had some pretty bad uh, floods and, and storms out here. So wow. we're... Um, yeah, I think all of Vancouver right now is still um, kind of shut off from the rest of Canada. So yeah, right, right. right. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're loving it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've uh, we haven't had that too much yet. I mean, but it's with the snow that we get. I get it first, and Shane gets it because yep. he's right next to me. I'm right on the opposite side of the lake, Lake Michigan. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so yeah. So yeah. now that we have you, um, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about um what you have that you've been doing lately okay i mean a lot of people who really don't know um exactly cold spotters or you know what they do i've read the the bio and the things that you were doing were fantastic i mean the way you reach out and adventure people and all this other stuff can you touch a little bit on that whole aspect of what you do and why you're doing why you're doing Mm -hmm. it actually well our our main objective is just to kind of bring what is not really accessible to people, to people. Um, I think that within the paranormal and a lot of, um, a lot of when it comes to having, having experiences or, or being interested in this is, you know, we're a bunch of weirdos or it's, it's a lot of ego as well. So yeah. um, we try to make it that it's accessible for everyone. So if you're having, if you're having, you know, problems or if you're having, um, experiences there's there's people that you can talk to at the Mm -hmm. same time if you want to be investigating you want to learn more about it um there's people that you can you can talk to and learn from too without Mm -hmm. having to be fill out all the applications and you know be be somebody let's say i mean we're somebody in this world so Mm -hmm. that's that's my main objective with cold spotters okay uh what what year did you start cold spotters cold spotters started in 2012 yeah oh wow around a while yeah yeah so so we have been um active now myself i've been investigating and working like since the 90s not to not to age myself here right that's that's, that's okay i can relate that's okay um and and i've done it like throughout canada Um, i've lived in um in in vancouver in um, edmonton in montreal like close to ottawa as well so i've been throughout all of canada doing this um but I found that there was a change when certain things on TV started happening, being mm-hmm. uh, TV shows. And um, when I came back to Vancouver, the place that I actually was established, all of a sudden mm-hmm. it was like, what team are you with and who, right. who are you affiliated with? And mm-hmm. that that wasn't really my experience in the paranormal prior to mm-hmm. certain shows being we, on we've TV. We've all seen this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that change. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I started Cold Spotters. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, can you say that um now have you investigated in the u.s as well mm-hmm. yeah. okay now you said you're from edmonton 
I'm, I'm actually, I'm originally from Winnipeg, but um, Winnipeg. I pretty much grew up here in, in Vancouver. Okay. Um, talk about a little bit about some of the hot spots or, or places that you would know um, that are to be very active in mm. where you're at right now. Well, where I am, um, we're, we're a little bit of a hotbed um, of activity, which is kind of cool. Um, we have the perfect climate for it. We're constantly mm -hmm. raining. Um, also, we have a, a pretty jagged history, let's say, um, of uh, the changes that's gone with on our land and um, and yeah, just just through, let's say, mysterious happenings. Um, mm -hmm. We also have a very um, strong tie to to the land. So, oh, I don't know what's happening here. If that's me, um, it's working. <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when it comes to different um, kind of like a, even like a cryptid activity and, and the, our sure. beloved Sasquatch right. and stuff too. So um, here we have um, a lot of great locations. I live in New Westminster, which was our our original um, was our original capital here. So we okay. have a lot of the the old um, historic buildings here too so along the railways um the mm -hmm. original saint asylums we have um the bc pen here as well too so okay okay lots of okay. lots of play, play lots, of, lots to choose from yes. yeah <laughs> yeah um now you mentioned the land um can you mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about the history a little bit of the land of the area that you're around and, and where you've investigated Mm -hmm. Well, right now I'm on um, unceded territory of the Cape Kosalish here, um, and we have um, all the way out through our our um, our Fraser Valley and such too. We have um, big connections to to a lot of lore and a lot of um, legends. Being Sasquatch, Stickman, mm -hmm. we have a lot of connections. Um, with some that we don't really speak about too much too that are connected to the the um the spirit world and um yeah okay you say, okay, okay. The, the, the name that i'm getting in in my mind right now is one of them is the wendigo mm -hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know why that popped into my head but it just kind of was there i'm like yeah okay mm -hmm. you know well I'll... i i i am cree so uh maybe that was a, a big one for us and um and the mm -hmm. little people as well, um, so too is here as well too. Oh, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, um, go ahead. Yeah. I said the the Niwak are pretty tough people. They they lived up there in that north for so long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to be. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um. So, talk a little bit about how you got started in this, or how that that what happened to you, or what you have experienced that made you want to kind of follow this path. Well, I think that it was just the path that I was kind of placed upon. Um, at the same time, I, I had a fascination from a very young age um, with ghost stories and mm -hmm. um, just absolutely just ate, ate every single ghost story up that I could. Right. And um, I would just like spend hours even in the library looking up different ghost stories or different legends in different um, areas. Um, I was absolutely obsessed from a very young age. And then I think it, it just came to me that it was like, wait, what if these stories are true? And yeah, that's kind of what opened opened up that that um, that part. I came across a book in the library when I was about six or seven years old that I didn't understand. And I wish I could find the exact book and know what it was called. And 
but it was it was actually a ghost hunting book and it was about the investigation and i was like yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. was, it was something else i knew that it was way too advanced for where i was but right, i was right. like that was probably what actually opened up my eyes that this, this could be real these aren't just stories <clears throat> um right. and then i um I moved into I like I was actually a ward of the court, so I I, I grew up in group homes and um, different foster homes, and I I moved into a home about 15 years old, where there was a lot of activity, and mm -hmm. um, in East Vancouver here, and uh, that was that was something else. Um, I talk a little bit about it in um, in Peter Rand's book. He he did a book about different investigators. Um, what we want to believe so i did talk about a little bit in that one um but i yeah it was a lot of poltergeist activity which i didn't understand at that young age um i lived mm -hmm. there from actually about 14 to 15 and um i think that that's that gave me a broader understanding of yeah this is real and i mean i always wondered would i be afraid if i ever came across it or would i be you know <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> out of here forget this right. read other books <laughs> favorite right. club? cool yeah. uh, but no i i wasn't and i was i was really confident in it and then it was a, about a year or so after that that i helped my first family here in vancouver um dealing with what they had in their house and it was there's two women out here that did a lot of the more um, investigation style um things and they would bring me if there was children involved or if there was um if there were younger younger people involved being that i was 16 17 so that's mm -hmm. how i got started investigating oh wow wow that's pretty cool so um would you say that you have gifts of course i have lots of gifts i have puppies and no, no. <laughs> i love presents yeah no. i'll put up my address no um i um I feel like there. I have a, a definite draw to energy. I have, okay. I, I, I feel energy quite a bit. Um, I I used to really not understand that. I used to feel it that it was almost like a social anxiety um, yeah. when I walked into places or yeah, I when I passed totally someone. To that, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. It, it took me a long time to understand. It was actually one of my um, one of my past leads in an investigation team, um, and he was he actually brought it to me and said like why don't you use that as as a, an investigation tool and i was like i didn't even think that the two were right. oh yeah related oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so mm -hmm. so i definitely owe that to him <laughs> to kind of like bring that up and, right. and say mm -hmm. yeah because I, I i see that light in you and it that's it's a very strong powerful light and it's oh, so that old line yeah no 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 <laughs> seriously i mean and that is something that um with you being in this field of the paranormal, I just think mm -hmm. that that is a, do you feel that if you go to a location, do you feel something drawn to you or do you feel something drawn around you or do you feel drawn to something? I I do, or I, I don't know if it's an understanding though. It's like, I, I, um, I, I know there's a clear name for it, but it's like that knowledge or knowing, you just know. Mm -hmm. Right, um, right. And I, I do, I usually take to, sometimes I, I'll, I'll actually separate from my team and um, I'll go into a location first and kind of wander around. And, and if I'm already picking up on things, I actually will say, hey, <laughs> you know, yeah. like kind of right, right. Give, give my team something, <laughs> you know, and, right, um, right. It, it, it sounds a little odd, but yes, yeah, I definitely. Okay. I, that's, mm -hmm. I kind of, that's, I was just 
curious about that because I actually experienced the same thing. Um, it's more of a knowing than anything yeah. else, you know, mm-hmm. or reading pictures and which was new to me four months ago, you know, and I was, just, yeah. you know, so, I mean, there's so many different levels of different net levels, I guess, different things people can do and people experience that. I was curious how exactly did you experience, you know, cause everybody's different. So, yeah. you know, just, you know, curious. So, um, so I have a question. Okay. <clears throat> so, um, I was just wondering how your Niowark or Cree, um, uh, heritage kind of plays into it because I used to have friends up in the Hudson Bay and I would go up and invite and visit them and they would have all kinds of Cree and Hyrick stories and they would talk about you know the, the spirits of the animals and all that kind of stuff so how did has that had any influence or or anything on the way of your investigating I I think it has um I, I'm a little, a little unique as um, I was part of uh, what's called the 60 scoop. So I actually grew up without my heritage and I grew up without my family and, and that side yeah. of um, yeah. who I am. Um, I have recently reunited and it was actually kind of cool because when I first um, reunited, I did say, well, this is kind of what I do and I'm, I'm, you know, involved in this. And, and my family said to me, they were like, Oh, we're wondering where you were. There's one in every generation. Yeah. And oh, I'm like, wow. oh yeah. So they, so have you ever, tried, have you tried to learn their language yet? I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning. Yeah. 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 I learn um, a little bit. I have a, I have a, a great auntie that, um, that we, we speak uh, Cree and we have a very, um, the kind of unique dialect too yeah. so that it's when i was up in the hudson bay there were trading posts up there that were run by those people and then so mm-hmm. they would they would speak in their language and they'd say some stuff and then they'd come back and speak kind of in broken english and i mean it was it was it was very a good experience yeah you know? right yeah it's really woo. i don't know what that was <laughs> <laughs> just kidding that was my cord <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so you talked a little bit too about uh, like Sasquatch, Sasquatch and all that. Um, mm-hmm. What are your views on cryptics? I I I like. Yeah. <laughs> we'll okay. leave it at that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I I did. I, it's funny because I I've been talking to to Rob quite a bit about um, about Sasquatch and and just the the tales and because he's quite 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 interested up here and mm-hmm. um and just that view of whether or not we should leave sasquatch alone and view of whether or not um our our tales and our our history um mm-hmm. plays into whether or not we should be hunting sasquatch yeah. and right i mean you're in the, you're in the hot spot area we are yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah i mean for us northern washington would be you know they have tons of sightings and mm-hmm. so you guys are not far no right. no we're right we're right there we're right yep. there and we yeah. have um a lot of um, local communities that actually that work with um that legend quite quite sure. intensely um my view on it honestly is i don't think that we're hunting sasquatch i think that if we're lucky enough that we see sasquatch then that's something that they've let happen mm-hmm. i uh, sure, i yeah. don't think that we're any any um i don't think anyone's finding Sasquatch anytime yeah. soon unless Sasquatch right. wants to be found. I kind of feel mm-hmm. the same. You know, I, I just think that it's, you know, if if we're lucky enough or fortunate enough to see, 
you know, mm-hmm. it's I, that's about as far as it goes. Um, nobody's yeah. ever caught one. Nobody's ever, you know, no. no. Got, but they they seem to catch us quite easily. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We we have even down here where I live, we have. Uh, there's been a book written on it called the uh, Bray Road Bray Road Beast, mm-hmm. and it's it's similar. You know, um, I live. 15 minutes from that road, you know, I mean, I've, I've talked to people that said, Oh, we, we've seen it. We've seen it, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, I don't have that much of an interest in it. You know what I mean? We if get the Michigan dog, man. He's, yeah. yeah. So like, I think that every state has a story, you sure. know, and I think that it's a lot of it. I think a lot of it is fabricated, but I think there's probably a handful that are, you know, valuable information. You know what yeah. I mean? That, that, that's some truth to that. Yeah. But that, that goes also with the paranormal. You know, I've been to places where people say, oh, this place is super haunted. And then I research it or I look it up or I, I go to it and it and there's really just nothing there but residual energy. Right. You know, so mm-hmm. now um, you're able to tell the difference between the residual energy and different the, the shifting energy. Right. I mean, the energy that, you know, that is actually present. Right. You have you have that gift to be able to discern between the two. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I would say yeah, definitely. Um, at the same time, I mean, I, I don't rely on that gift per se right. to right. to explain things. Um, but I, I think it, it can get a little tricky where it's like if it's, uh, like I, I think the best way for me to say is, back in the day, I used to be like no not haunted no 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 and just kind right, of like right. you know like, that, right. yeah i just leave it at that and then people don't really like that and they don't really like that kind of um it's like when someone shows you a picture of their their orb you know, <laughs> thank you <laughs> yeah and you're just like and not mean, yeah not haunted this is what it is they don't right, really like right. that so um yeah, i fight that continuously yeah <laughs> in the science <laughs> so I, I think exactly it, it, it is it is a bit of a fight and but it's also being able to learn how to let people know why why this is not just um a residual energy or mm-hmm. why this is not mm-hmm. you know not right. a haunted thing this is just the way that right. the energy flows through here too right um, yeah so, I mean, and a lot of it is the, his, the history of certain locations too play a big part of that you know I mean, all the emotional history you know, I mean, you know, that old saying, if walls could talk, you know, and <laughs> literally sometimes evidently, yeah, you know, I mean, so, so that, that whole aspect of that, I truly believe that, you know, that, that energy, that emotion can attach itself to certain locations because that yeah. is, that's a form of energy to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've, I've been able to walk into a, a house where I feel kind of like all of a sudden I'll walk in and I'll feel beside myself. I mean, it's, it's a bizarre feeling, mm-hmm. but I know that, that there's some type of energy there, but a lot of it has to do with the residual or uh, leftover residues, right. so to speak. Mm-hmm. And I walked into a friend's house a long time, years ago, and I just felt all these different emotions and all this other stuff, but that I know they weren't mine, but come to find out that an abusive family lived there. Right. And a lot of the, uh, the yelling and you know, the abuse and all that stuff was there, um, even though they weren't there anymore. It was just like, mm-hmm. like I said, if walls could talk, I mean, that negative energy or all that, neg- especially negative energy, all that negative emotion mm-hmm. can just attach itself, you know. So, I mean, it's just, 
I think the history of, of certain locations can play a big role in that. Yes. Is that your uh, train by you, or is that you? Shane? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. That's all good. Wow. We like trains. Yeah, we yeah. love trains here. Yeah, the, the previous <laughs> podcast that I used to have had a guy that lived literally next to the train tracks, and I'm used to this. This is normal for me. Okay. Every podcast had at least one right. train. Yeah. That's it's good. not a coincidence, Shane. No. <laughs> so, so I have now, a question, yeah. Amanda. Mm-hmm. So. What is your typical investigation style? Are you, you know, what kind of stuff do you use? Do you not use equipment? Do you use equipment? Do you have your own type of style? Um, I, depends where we are, okay. number one. It does depend what we are, what we are. <laughs> that didn't make any sense. But it, it depends where we are, where we're going and what we're looking for. Um, myself, I'm pretty, I can get a little bit uh, militant about getting the readings and getting everything mapped out. That's my girl right there. (laughs) I've I've actually pulled out blueprints before to actually map out locations. Um, Nice. (laughs) My leadership style, my nickname for quite a while was Captain Hardass. (laughs) (laughs) So I I definitely, I, I do have that style, but at the same time, I'm, I I go in with a, like a to do list. This is what we're going in for. This is what we're going in to find. This is why we're trying to find it, and um, this is what's kind of what we're up against. Okay. Um, we'll we'll go through and do do those things. At the same time, I mean, I have a team that also has their own theories. They have their own wants and needs. Yeah, everybody um, does. Right. Exactly. So I I kind of let them have 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 their fun time too. Sure. Um, when it comes to equipment, I'm really big myself on um, on audio. Um, okay. I um, I we do use like the old data DVR system, um, but sure. that, that's just because I want to see where everyone is and I want to be able. Yeah, to, it's for safety know. more than for ghosts. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like, I'm a big on the perimeter checks too. <laughs> Yeah. But that's just because I'm a wimp. No, <laughs> I always think that someone's going to be messed with us. Like that. Oh yeah. Thing. Yeah, always and I've always something else. Always yeah. about that, you know. And so yeah. Yeah. kind of the opposite. I I do a lot of automated data logging and and environmental mm-hmm. monitoring. Yeah. I don't do so much EVPs. Not that we don't ever do them, but for the most part, mm-hmm. you know, I'm looking at numbers as my style. Right. You know, yeah. where like Jay and I are the yin and yang. He's the Oh, let's just do all the spirit stuff, and then I'm do the well. Let's get some hard numbers and do some statistics, kind of guy. <laughs> yes. So yeah. we're we're the. That's why we started this show is because we're the exact opposites. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So, that that right. is I always awesome. like to query our guests to figure out where they're at. Mm-hmm. In the spectrum. Yeah. Great. The one thing that I, I I can honestly say that I'm not big on is I'm not big on the gimmicky stuff. Like I'm not. Oh yeah. Thank big, you very much. Yeah, I'm definitely well, not there's like some bad stuff. I won't yeah. even name it. SB, no. <laughs> no, 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 toy, no. Yeah, I right. am not big on, on those or the um, obelisk, that kind of. Oh, if yeah, if you can't explain to me why and how your equipment's working, then. Yeah, just like the SLS thing. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have someone on the side uh, <laughs> being a brat. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I definitely, I, I want to know why and how things are working. Like I'm, right. I'm one of those awesome. people that, yeah. That music right. to my ears. Right. <laughs> Some people just blindly go with whatever's in their hand and they do it. And it's like, okay, 
Right. And now in, in that sense too, um, I like to go to a location and, you know, I want to be able to also after I'm there is research the history to see if what I pick up is actually, there's actually any evidence of, of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like saying there was a child there, there was something there that was, you know, how old they were, blah, 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 you know, the whole nine yards and then get that validation that way. Now I have, I can't say that I did, I've never used equipment. I've used different types of equipment. You know, yeah. right now I don't use any, really anything. I mean, I, I have like two small cases full of stuff that, yeah. you know, that I, that I don't use or that I haven't used. You know? <laughs> That's just because you my, don't want to carry stuff, right? Yeah, right. Well, and then my, <laughs> my wife just said to me the other day, aren't you going to clean that out of the closet, put it in the basement or something or sell it or do something. I'm just like, okay. So, you know, so I, I basically, I want to, I, I like that, that history aspect, of it, you know, to research that, to find out, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I want to experience that firsthand with my gifts so that I could tell, you know, and validate afterwards the saying, yes, this mm-hmm. is what's here. This is, you know, so I rely a lot on my gifts. Um, yeah. And I have a, you know, even on my phone, I have a, uh, a recorder in which I use. And sometimes I run during my um, show. Sometimes I, if I'll pick up a little voice or something here, because yeah, I I've gotten stuff this. on my phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you don't need to buy an expensive zoom, mm-hmm. you know, handheld, you know, uh, EVP recorder, or, you know, recorder, yeah. or whatever. And then, you know, I think the phone works just fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, that's, a, yeah. that's the one thing that like we will constantly be asked. It's like, what do we need to buy? What do we need to, and it's like, you got a phone. Right. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. You know, you know um, yeah. And, and it, takes always pictures, it, takes, a, it records audio. Exactly. You got a flashlight on it. <clears throat> right. Yeah. You're EMF if you got the right phone. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was at a cemetery and caught a really good EVP when I asked a question. Mm-hmm. You know, on my phone, I got a name, clear as day. Mm-hmm. You know, so I thought that that was. I didn't need to have all these extra sure. recorders. You know, yeah. and I think that number one, everybody's different. Don't get me wrong, folks. I mean, everybody's who's, mm-hmm. who's watching this. I mean, to each his own. You know, they yeah. whatever you want to use, that's what you use, and mm-hmm. I respect that. You know what I mean? So I just. Yeah, I'll try different things here and there, but I I just don't want to rely on one specific thing all the time. Yeah, I, yep. I don't want to limit myself. Yeah, you know, so that's why I've been I waiting for Shane that. to. Yeah, yeah I've, I've been waiting for Shane to create something for me. I don't know. Yeah. Why, but. <laughs> See, I don't have the gifts, so I have to rely 100% on technology, basically. Right. Right. For the most part, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. and I and I truly believe too that there's certain frequencies that, you know, we can reach spirits on, you know what I mean? Well, that's, and, that's, that's what I, I love about different kind of like equipment and different like levels of equipment. You can buy like a cheap little recorder or have like the most expensive recorder. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, like, I mean, I have uh, a few zooms and then probably the most rec- expensive recorder that I own is probably the, I dare I say it out loud, crappiest <laughs> <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know you yeah. spend how much money for a dr60 and then how much money for a little right. you know olympus so right you know, it's like right. what what you're gonna get so it's like sure i love audio though so yeah i do too i mean I, <laughs> yeah. i'm, I'm I all about audio. On audio yeah 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 so you know I, I just with with what shane builds um you know that board the the device that you built 
is what you build. He's built yeah, it. So, so I build my own equipment. I do a lot of Yay! electronics. And cool. so I built because later. I got tired of having like an entire van full of stuff. I put mm -hmm. it all on one board as sensors. So it does 26 different environmental sensors. Okay. You know, we're talking temperature, barometric pressure, ions, EMF, radiation. I mean, every just about everything that you can think of that's detectable, it detects. Mm -hmm. And it logs it every second with a date timestamp. Okay. And so yeah. then I use a video camera, you know, overlooking the board, uh, mm -hmm. partly to keep pranksters out. And, <laughs> and partly, you know, so I know what's going on. And so then I can sync that camera to the data. So if I see something happen physically in the environment, I can go at the data and see if I see a blip in the data. Or usually it's, I see some kind of blips in the data. And it's like, all right, what was going on when that happened? And right. most of the time it's some and other investigators walking through the room mm -hmm. or, you know, just who knows what's going on. You know, somebody left the door open and it's getting cold in there. All kinds yeah. of strange things. But the idea is for me is to take the human bias out of it right. so that it's just raw data. And then, you know, do statistical analysis on that data to say, okay, you know, it's, it's literally the, uh, what they like, you call the blind study in, you know, medical world, you know, where you're going to say you got a control group, you know, which was a place that isn't th thought to be haunted and has right. basic stuff. And then you take it to this location or you do an EVP session and you compare blips in the data to yeah. when the questions were answered and find out, okay, statistically, did they answer the questions or not? And mm -hmm. believe it or not, we do occasionally at some locations get far higher than than uh, chance. I mean, right. way, I mean, like way higher. So yeah. things obviously happen in that manner. Mm -hmm. um, and, but then again, you know, it seems like the more higher advanced the lab equipment, the the more steady the readings are, the, mm -hmm. the less you stuff you tend to get. Yeah. But the stuff that you get is way higher quality, you know, and mm -hmm. so you might go to five locations and get almost nothing. But then you'll hit the sixth one and you'll be like, holy crap. You know, it's like they almost answered every question. They did everything. Mm -hmm. You know, they even said, OK, you know, if you do this question, make this one lower and then the next time make it higher, they'll do that. I mean, we've oh, had wow. times even where going from multiple locations I don't know if things followed or what happened, but right. you could mention those previous locations and then you'd see blips in the data just while you were talking about the previous location. That was cool. Yeah, that was yeah. crazy yeah. things goes on. But of course, the good thing about a computer is it ha doesn't have bias. It doesn't get tired. Mm -hmm. It can record every second. All That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. And that goes into, as people say, that that um, energy or, or things from a past location can actually transfer mm -hmm. through your sure. equipment to a new location. Yep. Like, yeah. That actually is so, yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah. brilliant. That's you know, brilliant. And, yeah. and of course, the nice thing about it is you have hard data in the end. You know, I keep every byte of data and every bit of video I've ever made. So if somebody mm -hmm. says, hey, well, you're at that location. Did you guys get anything? I can go back and look. The other thing is, is if you do come up with stuff, you can replay it for people. You don't have to do the anecdote kind of thing. You don't have to, you know, make it a story. Right. You can just be like, all right, there's the data. There's the video. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's the analysis of right. the statistics. Yes Love or it. No, you know? Yeah. 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 It's yeah. a very fine tuned piece yeah. of equipment. And mm -hmm. we've been using it. We've used it long enough now that I know how it 
its quirks. I know how it works. Mm-hmm. I know when I see certain right. things, I know what happens to it, etc. Yeah. So, oh, that's yeah. perfect. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I would build them and sell them, but they t- take so many, so much time. I mean, you're talking <laughs> weeks to build the thing, you right. know, and test it and so- write the software for it and etc. And then yeah. uh, again, finding people that have the math background and numbers crunching abilities to actually do something with the output is exactly. difficult too. So yeah, mm-hmm. if you know yeah, what you're so- doing, it's a great tool. If you don't have a strong background in math and science, it probably won't be yeah it's useful <laughs> yeah right when he talks about numbers you know it's just yeah yeah it's 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 pretty in depth you can find one of our previous shows if you go back through the youtube aways where yeah. i actually did a whole session on the board and i showed it oh, and cool. he, he explains it to the yeah. nth degree yeah and yeah. everybody would, would probably like that to understand exactly how that thing works mm-hmm. but the whole yeah. time the whole time the, the under the underlining um, statement for that is that it's an unbiased situation. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's there is nobody to there's not a, a physical, you know, interference person. with you know a person yeah. to right. interfere with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and of course, you don't have pedalia, you don't have ideomotor for effect. You don't mm-hmm. have any right, of those, right. You know, yeah. the, the things that get the ghost hunters a lot of times. Yeah. Not right. Right. <laughs> One of my favorite things to do is with any new equipment is to test it out in a completely what I think is non haunted location. Yes, that you got to do like, that. Let's, yeah, let's yeah. find what I can get where there's nothing right. to get. Yep. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That's great. I'm glad you yeah. did that. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, do you, have you, how do you feel about cemeteries? There's I mean, different there's... paranormal people that, that, that go to cemeteries and stuff. I have, mm-hmm. but I mean, out of total respect. I mean, the only cemetery that I really go to is the one where a third of my family are buried in, but mm-hmm. you know, but I, I did that a little bit and I just, I don't know. I got some evidence here and there, but it just, I don't know. What are your, your thoughts on people doing that? I, I'm, I'm both sides. I'm definitely both sides of the fence. I do believe that cemeteries are a place where people are supposed to visit and um, mm-hmm. they're, they're made park like for a reason. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, um, I grew up a, a little bit in Scotland, so I, that's a little bit of that background coming out. And I think that right. it's, it's absolutely fine. Now, I mean, are we supposed to go and be investigating? investigating? I can't even <laughs> say the word. How can I do the act? <laughs> um, right. But I, um, now we have done, we have done some investigations in cemeteries. We have, mm-hmm. okay. um, I'm not going to say that we haven't. Do I think that that's, um, I know like a mainstay normalcy. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't think so. Like when 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 I see a team who is like that's their main thing, no, you, you know, you, you gotta be respectful and you have to be respectful of what's going on there. And mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. especially now, um, and this is actually interesting that you brought this up because here in uh, Vancouver there is a cemetery who's asked that there's no recreational stuff going on mm-hmm. um that there's no tours there's no anything just for covid and for the people that are, are trying to do burials um and then a local team tried to do like a halloween event there no pay, you know and i'm like no no like the the cemetery itself has said no so i think in that that level 
absolutely right. not. you should not be doing it right, um right. i think that if there's something there that is um I mean, hey, if you and your buddy want to go out to the cemetery and have fun, then go and do it. Sure. Um, right. But I don't think that we should be making these big events and inviting right. the public right. and saying, hey, right. let's go. Mm -hmm. I guess yeah. the way I look at it is probably none of the people that are in the cemetery died there. <laughs> so number yeah. one, you know, they've been pretty quiet. I've done a few of them, mostly little tiny cemeteries out in the okay. middle of the country that have like maybe 50 gravestones total, you know, and I would go in and just quietly do one by myself or with a friend. And yeah, most of the time they're pretty calm. Although we did get one that was able to change the temperature of a headstone, which was mm -hmm. like probably 500 pounds of rock, you know, and it could change it like 10 degrees in five minutes, which, right. Wow. You know, with, you know, that's with an actual thermometer right on. It's like, mm -hmm. okay. And then they were able to put it back. So, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. things do happen. Dry spot because like I say, they didn't die there. They might've been, their remains might've been put there, but their spirits probably wherever they passed. Where, where guess. I have a little bit of trouble with that is yeah, exactly. They didn't die there, but there are a lot of, um, cultures and belief systems where um people are buried with their most you mm -hmm. know um <laughs> the let's just say their favorite possessions or the things that right. are dear to okay. them so if they are right. going to come back they're going to come back and right and, and go to those things so i i don't think that any way that we should ever be no i don't know um, if anybody saw that 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 story i don't know if it was on facebook or just online itself but there was a guy that was buried in, in his, on his Harley, his Harley Davidson. He was buried in a, in a crypt on, with him sitting on his Harley. I, I thought that's a great that's idea. Awesome. There's also a guy who was buried in his Cadillac. You know, he had a, like a 1970 whatever Cadillac. He was buried in it. That's kind of cool. You know, See, I, mean, I, should buried, I should just embed the sensors in my coffin and put the wires up so anybody can come up and plug in. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great. When, idea. when I was when I was a child, I had an obsession with um weird things people were buried in. So it's like when you're oh, saying right. these things, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, of course. Why would you not want your burial to be, you know, extravagant like that? Yeah, exactly. especially if you're going to yeah. be buried. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I, mean, I think it's a, is it in Connecticut or somewhere mm -hmm. where where there's like a view right down to the grave. Oh wow! Um, yeah, and you can't actually see down there at this point. Now it's all kind of um, right. washed over and such. Yeah. But um, but it's like just like things like that. I would yes, I would go to cemeteries for that. Right. But I think right. that these people are doing that for us to go. Oh yeah, yeah. They have visitors, <laughs> you know. It's not all some, for them. Some of the headstones us. that people you know create now, you know, I mean, even back in the day, you mm -hmm. see some of these old ones. I saw one. I don't know, I was watching a television show and part of this was they were in a cemetery and they had this angel that was leaning over this big slab of stone crying. And I just thought that mm. that was just an amazing headstone. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, was a, it was an actual cemetery, but mm -hmm. it just caught my eye because it's like people will go to lengths, great lengths to make their, I don't know, I guess, it's like social media page. You know, you want, yeah, you, you, you want, you, it's like your last page. Yeah. It's like the last page you create in your life and you want it to be so people can say, oh, hey, I know that person and that's really cool or, mm -hmm. you know, or that's something like that. You know what I mean? So 
but yeah, it's I've seen some great. I love cemeteries. I love gravestones. I love mm -hmm. walking among the tombstones like that. Yes. To read in, in description descriptions and and um, I actually worked in a. This is actually a ghost story. Um, I actually I worked years ago for a city in Nebraska, and it was a small. It was a big cemetery, but it was a small town, and. I was in charge of mowing the cemetery, Oof. taking care of the grounds and all this other stuff. Now, I was on a riding lawnmower, and we were on the section, the back section, with the new stones that were flat, so you could run over the, the, the gravestones because they weren't upright. So mm. I would be doing my loop, my long loop around this, and every when I got to this one headstone, my mower would die. My lawnmower would die. Mm. And I'd be like, okay, so I would, you know, start it back up and then continue back. And then and it, it wasn't until I got off that headstone, the three passes, was my mower would still run. Every other time, as soon as I got across that, the thing would shut off. That's well, then crazy. I come to, come to find out that I when I went back into office or, you know, back to the shop, they said, oh, you were over so-and-so's grave, weren't you? And I said, yeah. He's like, yeah, he doesn't like people mowing over his property, over his grave. So he shuts, he shuts your mower off. So I just thought that was weird. You know, that I just, is. you know, so, and I had to test that theory every time it would just, and there was nothing in the ground that would make it die. No. It, it didn't die anywhere else in the cemetery <laughs> except for that man's gravestone. That's crazy. As soon as I wow. would go over it, it would just shut off. My whole mower disengaged the blade the whole nine yards. It was very hard to get that part mode yes wow. you know i had to come at it at different angles to make sure that it was mode you know yeah. what i mean so, you need one of those push <laughs> like the Amish right movies. there's right. a there's one place in bc it's um it's uh, it's right by barkerville bc it's a little town called wells bc and um there is one house there and um and there there's like a lottery that the whole the whole like it's not even a city it's like a little town not even a village it's like under 500 people at like when okay. it's in season um but they do a lottery system for for people to mow this guy's lawn and the house is completely abandoned um nobody will go in the house nobody will will mow the lawn other than when <laughs> it, because when you're mowing the lawn he shows himself well really it goes but not right 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 <laughs> stop <laughs> he um but he, he will appear so I, when I was out there and that, well, the first time that I went out there and they called them all bootstraps and um, I was out there in the nineties and I was like, well, let's go, let's right, go right, grab your right. mowers. Let's go. <laughs> and, um, and I, we got there and um, the, the fellow who had the keys, he gave me the keys and then waited like kitty corner, not even across the street, like kitty corner was like, have at her not going. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean you know and i and i went and i tried to take other people no one from that from that um little town like would go even into the yard let alone into the house and i was like it was like probably one of the only times that i actually stopped and was like should i go in <laughs> but, but i was like should i should i go in right. it, was, it was yeah but it was like mowing the lawn and mm -hmm. yeah so that 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 story reminded me of that and then mm -hmm. there's another um I'll, I'll keep talking i have more go minutes for it. no go ahead <laughs> there's, go there's, um, there's a graveyard out by us as well um where i had the most terrifying experience of my life and i'm saying that honestly 
Um, was it a ghost? I, I don't know. Was it, um, I, it was, I, for a while I thought it was like an alien. Oh, it was, <laughs> it was such an odd experience. It was almost like that kind of night, like night crawler. Like it was just like night Walker, like just right. strange. Um, hmm. But it felt horrible. Like it felt horrible. What I witnessed felt horrible. And it was in between, um, there was like two tombstones on either way. And then a big, um, a staircase all the way down and what i saw was floated all the way from the top it was like this um graveyards on a hill and it mm -hmm. floated from the top all the way down and i just sat there and the whole time i saw what i saw it was like a procession um all i heard in my head which this is this part that terrified me was you should not be seeing this mm. you mm. should not be seeing this and it was and that was in a graveyard so when people say there's nothing in graveyards oh yeah for me there are there are <laughs> yeah. oh, and yeah. i've yeah. and this is right in the middle of um ufo and sasquatch territory in bc and yeah i've could... never seen anything like it i probably never will have you anything. have you have you been by there at all recently i have i have um i actually i went there with uh with cold spotters a few times and um and and it brought it brought it up to them about how absolutely terrified i was right. and they, they're very very thoughtful because there's times where they can go in there and i can't like i can mm -hmm. go like a few steps in and immediately i have that voice again saying really you should not be here and i'm like interesting yeah. you know and, it, and it's there's only so much that i can say to people to say we got to go we got to go and then yep. like, no you have to be brave you have to face your fears and and oh, yeah. i i did all now, that but then there's like there's something do you something do you else. would you would you think that there was something connected with the land with that that it that affects yes. you in a negative way that that's legitimate that's a legitimate um statement that whatever's telling you don't you know you should be seeing this you don't need to you don't need to be here or be you know so because yes. that's what i get i get when you talk about that i get the land like yeah she does this is someplace she doesn't need to be you know type mm -hmm. type deal you know what i mean so because i've been i've been at different cemeteries well even my cemetery that my mom and my father and my grandparents are buried in um my grandfather was not a nice man and um when i was standing next to his wife well his ex-wife my grandmother I looked over at my grandfather's grave and the first thing that I heard was no off limits. And so mm. I, I couldn't even research incident because of the fact that me being a medium, I, I connect with certain loved ones. And that was my grandmother basically said, Oh no, uh, -uh don't even do it. You know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, you don't need to focus on that. So when you say that about this is something you shouldn't see, I could totally relate to that feeling, you yeah. know? And so that's why I ask you if it's for you, I would say that it's more, you're really connected with the land. I get that. There's something about you that there's this connection with the land. And I don't, when I think well, of the heritage. Yeah. When I think of your name, your name, like, it's just like a strong, like, I hear I hear like strong warrior, like a very I don't know, your roots go deep. So that's they do. Yeah. You know what I mean? They so do. I think that you can relate to that. I know you mm -hmm. can relate to that. 
Yeah, it's a, it's interesting you say that because I did um, go back there with uh, with a medium and um, and she said the reason why they can't pick up what you're getting is because they're not you. Right. And and this yeah. is your connection. And yeah. so exactly yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's it's part. It's it's because of you. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's that's exactly right. So, but yeah, I just. You've got this really cool, God, just, I don't know what it is, but this cool vibe of being connected with Mother Earth and the whole nine yards. I don't know what it is, but it's just, it's its cool to see. And it's cool. Thank yeah, you for saying there's that. A, there's, a, there's a reason why I had you on the show. So, mm -hmm. yeah. You know, I mean, it's just every once in a while I'll be like, you know, I need to ask that person. Or I need to ask. And we talked about that uh, about four months ago that I'm like, I need to ask you to be on the show. <laughs> so, you know, so yeah. So, yeah. So thank you. you great. Yeah. On uh, the animal spirit side. I mean, mm. we talk a lot about the people spirits, but yeah, I, mean, I love animal spirits. I really, yeah. Do. Yeah. Yeah. I have so, a good connection with animal spirits and yeah. <laughs> See, I don't get to experience any of that. So I just have to kind of be like, yep, that's what they said. <laughs> yeah. I, I had one, it was actually kind of funny. I, we had one investigation where they said, there's a, there's a cat, there's a cat around here. So the whole investigation and it, when we listen back to any of the recordings, it's ridiculous. Cause I'm like, <laughs> they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, that's like universal come hither for a cat. Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of cats. So I know. Yeah. Yeah, so so I. I did that. And throughout that investigation, I got one where I'm like, where I'm just sitting there and nothing, and then boom, 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 like against the door, boom, right, and right. it wasn't like someone was trying to bust in a door. It was like a no. cat trying to. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And the other point, I'm like sitting there, and the the video's right on me, which is great. And I'm sitting there, and then you hear this, and then <laughs> and then in real life, I felt something jump beside me, and for whatever reason, it just that's cool. It shocked me. It startled, well, it, it startled me. So I jump up and I'm like, holy <laughs> beep. And I run. And I'm like, great. I'm glad that's on video. Nice. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, very good. Yeah. Animal. The, I have cats and Shane has cats. Yeah, I got cats. I have an out, I have an outside cat. Actually, it's like half, in, half in, half out. His name's mm. Spike. Um, he's like 20 years old. But I mean, he's, he's a black cat. And my wife loves him and adores him and it's the feelings mutual and he came to me when i was having health issues he showed up on my doorstep and he's mm. been like a therapy cat you know um so i think that when he goes he's not going anywhere i just yeah. know i think he'll just be like more happy more than happy to, to hang out and, you know she has a couple mm. cats that are buried in the yard anyways we have one that actually comes in the house that's been dead for years and terrorizes the two cats that are inside because they mm. all run like like chickens you know so we usually know when pumpkins in the house and uh, yeah my wife is like the paranormal like that but when it comes to like a spirit cat she's she's okay with it i'm like well, <laughs> okay <laughs> but you know so yeah but yeah talking about spirit animals in that sense it it's an awesome i, I love that whole yeah, animals in itself, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, just the whole, but yeah. Do you have dogs? 
<laughs> yes. 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 Uh, we got we have two dogs, two cats, and two fish. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Go. we're going for hedgehogs next. So, <laughs> hedgehog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. yeah, yeah. Very animal centric around here. <laughs> no birds? You don't have any birds? No, no. I used to have birds, but not anymore. They're but too I do. Noisy. Have My friends two have eagles birds. live right across the river. Like, um, there's a little island on the river and there's two uh big bald eagles that live there oh my my wife would yeah. would, would, would never leave i mean she would oh yeah oh, we just sit at the yeah we just watch them and that's yeah. yeah great just hearing them and, yeah we yeah. have we have a we have a nest by us too and yeah it's there's a couple of them actually and when i was up north fishing up in mercer wisconsin um i had i was fishing and i in the early mornings and i had a eagle swooped down over my head looking mm. to steal my fish that i thought i had on my line <laughs> but yeah that was pretty cool so right. yeah mm -hmm. but um so what do you have coming up um well just gonna continue on um just doing the investigations we actually just did a huge um halloween season of ghost tours in new westminster so we kind of okay. have taken a little bit of time off but um yeah we're where um, we've lots of investigations coming up. We want to do some more public events as we open up. And um, for cold spotters, we have about three or four teams that are about to join and just trying to get um, everything organized. Um, which, I mean, since we're, we're live here, I mean, if anyone wants to kind of join up and help out, um, the, that's, that's the big thing that I need right now is I need, I need help. <laughs> how, how big is cold spot how is it i mean is it just one group or is it all over the we, nation um we have we're international now so we have actually 30 how many teams 32 34 30, 30, wow 34 teams um internationally wow. so mm -hmm. wow That's yeah so awesome. yeah so we have a few up in canada mostly we're throughout uh, the states right now but then we also are in netherlands um, croatia we're over in uh, wow. new zealand so yeah See, we have a hard time finding half a dozen people let alone a whole <laughs> right like, yeah yeah I, can, I can't even find three so yeah mm -hmm. yeah. But, yeah so and, and all we like i mean we we don't need people to quit their teams or anything like that we just want to kind of like spread spread the spread the wisdom and the joy of the paranormal. right right Right. Sure. Mm -hmm. Well, um, and we're about out of time. Um, why don't you kind of give us, you know, our, your websites or your locations where people can contact you and find you? Mm -hmm. Well, we are. Um, oh my gosh, um, <laughs> we're we're on Facebook. I mean, just just come find me, Amanda Quill, and um, we are. Uh, we have uh, groups like throughout. So if you actually just put in Cold Spotters wherever you are, there's probably a team there. So just join up or Cold Spotters okay. Vancouver is a is the one where i'm through or the carolinas okay awesome mm -hmm. you have an instagram account yes cold spotters and then we're underscore because somebody tried to steal our cold spotters. don't you hate true? people that so do if that? Yeah, yeah yeah so if, if you find at cold spotters that's not us anymore unfortunately we're at cold spotters and then underscore okay okay <laughs> yeah well, we want to thank you very much yeah. for coming on this has been wonderful yeah, thank I you mean, for having just, me you know it's yeah. been a lot of fun and uh, yeah. we hope to have you on again soon. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Anytime. Great. So, mm -hmm. everybody, um, I'm going to be making an announcement here shortly. So we want to everybody thank Amanda for coming on. 
and we will see her again. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So the announcement that I want to make, we have a show coming up next weekend. Um, it's a special, special guest. So I have Natalie Jones from, from Paraflex, CEO of Paraflex. She's going to be on next Sunday um, at 6 p.m. So that's the big announcement. Um, it's going to be a great show. It's been long overdue. Um, I've been trying to have her to come on the show for a while, but uh, conflicting schedules. So I was actually able to get the confirmation, and she will be here next week. And it'll be a special show since we're doing two shows a month now only. Um, this one I made a special. Um, it's the bonus show. It's the bonus show. Exactly right. So everybody tune into that next week. And then, yeah, um, it's going to be going to be awesome. I mean, I, I'm really excited about this. So um, we want to thank everybody for watching again tonight and watching Amanda Quill. She was wonderful. Yes. And we will Very talk excellent. to you next week.